0: Welcome everybody to today's session uh, around sustainability. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the first people from this land, from whose wisdom and generosity we are constantly learning. Uh, where we are and the history that precedes us informs how we work and how we move forward. So I would like to pay my respects to the traditional owners the land on which we are to gathered today, to up to the Whadjuk people of the North Nation, and the of past, present, and emerging. Um, I'd also like to inform uh, those of us who are new to the space today that this is a generous, flexible, and self-driven space for artists. Choose how they engage. We encourage artists to offer, initiate, lead, and or give themselves permission to listen, rest, as well as process information we are all to consider this in all of our lives. <laughs> Finally, um, mean I'd like to just approach that to David, who is going to be here today to be done well. Um, so welcome, please, everybody. Um, I, I thought I would briefly start with a little anecdote, and I'll keep it short. Um, I was asked to make a solo show for the festival in 2016, and I wanted to commit to a sustainable version, to a as carbon neutral as possible a show as, as a personal journey experiment. So I used um, recycled materials, found objects, recycled paper, vegetable glues, I bought a solar cell, which collected the power, that drove, the lights, and the music for each performance. Um, and it was far less difficult as an independent solo performer Than I had anticipated. It wasn't quite the artistic triumph, and I feel like the effort would have been more celebrated if the show itself was whiz bang, but that's another story. (laughs) Cut to this year, um, doing a show with WAU Theatre Company um, at the Peninsula Farm. One of the criteria was, again, to commit to carbon neutral. I feel passionate as a a leader for a youth theater organization that we lead by example. So within our funding models we wanted to uh, pay for buses that would transport the audiences to the farm from transport hubs like station, develop solar power collections. I mean it's only two days left but in case you password, Recycle for top off the schedule. Oh, It was uh a significant part of the budget and with the Tumultuous nature of the funding with the pandemic was the first thing to go. So for me, those two, those two experiences have really informed um, my position. Where I think beyond we should or we could, it's now about we must. I think um, Brian, you set out some really clear examples. Um, The the commitment to sustainability from. Royal Court Theatre um, and the document from the Live Art Development Agency. So, in our first meeting on stage, there were some really interesting discussions um, around what is possible. Um, I think that the ones that I remember particularly were some notion of sharing materials between companies. Um, I have a real concern about big budget um, constructions for sets that are used once and then how those might be toured, and how expensive those things are to tour. Couldn't there be some sort of modular um, infrastructure that is shared more, more effectively, easily, that still allows designers as artists to respond individually to the con- constraints of a text or of a devised work? Um, and then the other thing that, that came up, and there are many more, and I would like to all a chime in, the other thing that I've been mean, a lot about is is there some way we can tie sustainability or a sustainability order to funding that it won't really happen until there's some degree of enforcement and it doesn't necessarily have to be state federal or local funding could there be a, a commitment to funding from philanthropic uh, sources as well from ticket sales I don't want the administrative nightmare that that is. I'll tell you that right now as a short a small um, theatre franchise, but I think the privilege with which I make my art, there's a greater duty, there's a sense of, for me at least, in to a pure broader ecology beyond the artistic community. I'll just feedback off that, because
1: I certainly So therefore, there's an incentive to think a bit more creatively about the sorts of materials as opposed to being essentially a, a disincentive to work in
2: Um, I'm Alex, I'm an independent
3: artist and I'm um, also co-producing uh, producing, producing the art. Um, I made a work called Everyday Superhero that we tried to make
4: animal recycled materials and interestingly challenging. Um, <coughs> and I
5: hope that interesting
4: yeah. uh, I'm Mary Clayton, I'm here because I am curating a whole series of conversations for the museum around climate and the one that's coming up tomorrow is October is going to be about the space between the arts and climate action and this is an aspect that I hadn't really considered before and so i was just wanting to hear what's already going on in that space and see find out ultimately who might be wanting to participate
5: in our <laughs> discussion. <laughs> Hi oh, <me. laughs> great to meet you. Um the martin. I'm a yeah, pretty
6: much. I don't around all that, um, had started working in environment in 1989, been funded by a lot of people, and worked in Western Australia most of the time, yeah, and then something South Wales and by Environment Aid, but um, have worked in the environment, started uh, being funded by Art Rage and Ian Ilburn to to work um, with groups in 1989 in the United <laughs> Nations, working on policies from 1972. Um, which have predicted everything that we're here for. Um, I've also committed my own um, practice to actually living on land and planting somewhat like plus thousand like trees building and and corridors and linking farmland together, environment-based. So um, inside, outside, and upside yeah. down. Um, and done shows about environment and worked with environment materials. Um, and worked on policy. So, I'm really interested in policy. I'm interested in how the arts speak to policy. And if we don't know about things, that we can find a core group to be able to inform us about materials, you know. Instead of going blind all the time, because that's what it's about here, um, and what we're going to do, or if we don't do it right. And the exhausting process of ticking boxes and trying to be authentic and integral about what we're doing, Um, and that takes lots of time. So we're kind of doing this catch-up thing. Mm, yeah. And really, we should already have all those things in place where we are not kind of forced to be the, the odd one out or, or something, because the intentions are all there in the arts, I
5: think,
7: so. Hi <coughs> yeah. right. uh, okay, everyone, I'm uh, Brian Walsh, and I'm a 2nd designer, um, based in, well, yeah, and I, um, I spent uh, a lot of my career building, like, seven tools. Uh, We're designing seven-metre-tall walls for black scenery and then watching them slowly get get built and then rapidly get destroyed and and thrown into scoop-ins at the end of the two-week season, sometimes shorter. So I'm really keen to change that model from um, within the design community to to scoop my uh, colleagues about the capital state, but also uh, campaign um, companies too. Uh, to be accountable for the uh, what they what, they, what they environment.
8: Robin. Robin and yeah. we are. Okay, I'm Talitha Maslach, I'm a dancer and now i choreographer. Um, I've done a lot of dance films which have been outside in the environment. I've worked a lot in regional communities, so it's to be with what the discussions going to be about. And also my work now, um, I've got a project coming up which is about plastic waste in the ocean and we've been looking at how we can make the design for the um, costumes and the elements Recycled, um and how that is an advocate for people to maybe rethink about how they are making things and what we're doing to kind of reduce and reuse things. Um, and also there's another project which I've been sort of ruminating on for quite a while because I'm from the Southern forest area, which is about deforestation. And today, when I was leaving the house, there were people in the back and then the tree guys were cutting down this tree. I was like, I hope they don't cut it down, but yeah, I'm cutting. Questions on how maybe to be a bit more of an
2: advocate
8: than,
5: like
2: you know sustainable living, and, and how my art can you know, speak to that. Yeah. Um, uh, hi, well, uh, my name's Tim. Uh, I am a theatre maker. I'm uh, part of the theatre company
1: The Last Great Hunt along with Ariel. I'm Yeah. Um, so. The environment feels me so passion because it's
4: just,
1: yeah, but um, uh, I guess I'm mostly interested in finding out how I can uh, contribute to making my um, (laughs) future And Sometimes the shows I make are about
5: environmental issues,
1: but also if I want to make a show that um, that also should be a sustainable thing. I'm in a unique position with Ariel where we can actually make change in our company. It's something that we take a steps in our personal life. But, and, and there hasn't really been any, any resistance within the company, but we have kind of stalled because it feels like a lot of effort. And I think just that sense of group momentum and and. You know, to know what small things we can do to um, do that and also hopefully take a bit more of a leadership position on this issue in the industry so that, like, the blue room doing what they did was a real, like, oh, then we should do that.
0: a that we not
7: um, the of I think really
3: uh, Hi, I'm Lexi, I'm a baby emerging artist, um, <laughs> dotted around perfect simple play the moment. I'm really interested in, um, I feel like I have this frustration with how stanky
9: started to spark at that point was that I realised more and more how much waste was going on. And this was way back in 2011. Um, so I started a conversation with a few people at that stage. And what kept coming up was, you know, but how are we going to manage this? Where are we going to store it? We're sorry we can't do that, we're going to continue to destroy things. So what I've tried to do continually is gather those things. Most I found, and now I have three acres down there. <laughs> I have, yeah. <laughs> built a shed that was tall enough to house those pieces, so I, I still have them oh, wow. in my shed. So I have this big wedge shaped shed with two three and a half meter um, bookshelves in them, and then I have the flooring everything stored in my shipping container. But also, what's in there is probably 40 years worth of crops um, that are sustainable crops in students Because I just can't, for the life of me, I mean, I have given some away, it's not a question, but I can't, for the life of me, just let them go to waste. So they will be used at some point. Um, anyway, what I'm getting to is I think it's just past. Now. It's really Jen, the outside. Yeah. where to yeah, have a the oh, the construction of sets. Um, how we really do it would obviously take a team of people, and yes, it needs to be a management company. And I think in some ways it needs to be built in the artistic um, or the arts sustainability structures that, uh, including DCA, sorry. That's <laughs> all right. DCA uh, <laughs> <laughs> are, are, are often up- upgrading government or something because it really is a huge sin and um, I've been a time. And then just to add a little bit to that is also the recycling of work and um, I'm about to do a piece that I made in 1986 at Moore's building um, which then was made out of recycled plastics um, which we've talked about. So I'm about to recycle that work and rebuild it out of recycled and reusable um, fabrics again. So, yeah, it's time to start thinking that way because you can make some fantastic stuff out of plastics by recomposing them in some way. Thank you.
10: Hi, I'm Ariel. I'm a theatre maker and one of the core cool artists of The Last Great Hunt. I think Tim pretty much said all this stuff from my perspective. We
3: kind of work as a team. Um, yeah, it's something that we personally um, endeavour to do, and you know, it's we end up putting in a lot of extra individual labour to make things possible, which is in its of itself probably not sustainable um, from a different perspective of sustainability. Um, so, yeah, I'm curious to know what kind of structures we can build into our where we work, small things that we can do to to make it.
10: of how I, yeah, I shift the carbon content of my work, I guess, or offer opportunities for audiences to um, consider supporting the offsetting of, of the work, knowing the planet that I couldn't necessarily do that myself in a project. Um, and in the past six years I have been on a different journey with these two little humans and working in politics, um, in policy and campaigning with Australian Greens. And have just left that world. Um, really interested in how I can pull the two worlds back together, um, and particularly in supporting organisations, businesses, arts uh, on the journey to the net zero. Like you know, now I have some skills and understanding What is it to measure your carbon emissions? What is it to reduce those? What is it to offset those? What is it to think creatively about what we look like in 20, 30 years? when we are a net zero community and world. And so that's sort uh, of where my energy and focus is has just shifted, which is why I really wanted to make sure I was here and hello, I was late and <laughs> overloaded, but it's really nice to see this community here, because I feel like, yeah, like, you know, six years ago when I was in this space I, I didn't feel those connections and maybe we were just starting to have those support as, as a community, to actually be here with this real commitment and so many familiar faces this is actually really inspiring for me, so yeah, yeah. We <laughs> might be a bit behind the eight ball, but we're, we're getting there. <laughs>
5: Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, one more. Hello, oh, sorry to be late. I was actually a meeting with one of the organisers of the Red Festival, which is one of the um, amazing events, big and glance, amazing uh, organisations that is not taking fossil fuel money for its sponsorship. Now I know this is about environmental sustainability. That's part of the whole ethics framework within which I think we have to see
10: ourselves. So um,
5: there are many organizations, arts organisations around the world who are having their sustainability plans and um, vision statements and framing things around transitioning away towards net zero to which is the even fringe wealth they try attempt to reduce plastic is to be welcomed but we have to look at the holistic thing here of you know doing one thing but then also how you then fund yourself when you're actually taking the money from the people who are causing the problem. So my if you can, I, I, I'd love to work with you Amy because that ethics framework and that sort of transition plan to me is essential for the the to the to in, in, this whole, in this whole sector. Um, I think that one, if we're looking the practical steps, I mean, you might know that uh, we put on the Brink recently in green Fremantle, um, which was more of a, a gesture towards this is the way we want to go forward um, in terms of not taking possible sponsorship. God, is it hard to find money that's not possible in the state. So, how do we build those politics? How do we work with government, with creative partnerships, with all these other kind of organisations? Um, how do we stop the uh, revolving door of politics fuel people, all of that sort of stuff that then populate all of our books in of organizations as well that keep us down trouble in that sense. So there's a whole framework, there's a whole ecology here that's around sustainability that we have to look at. Um, but one of the things that we can do that's very really easy is support organisations that are confusing. So please do take a risk. Film brochure a little club. They've got a great QR code have <laughs> a scan, it's fantastic. But that's the only way it's going to happen: is if we get the audience on our side as well, and get people saying we want to spend our discretionary dollars on fossil free arts, However, you that's my pitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit tricky when you do break it down, which I've done this week again.
6: Yeah. I have some decisions. When you talk to the DCA. <coughs> That the world funding that they've got grounded is through that And then you do, I'm doing that, and I've had someone from DCA yeah, very, very kindly um, unpack the whole thing and just said, This is the reality of where you're
4: going. You want to stop
6: going with this own, where you go with last, it's still real. It's what you do with it. And after 30 something years of inside, outside, and politics and and
5: I've yeah. that. yeah. yeah. struggled with that. we are all struggling, we are all struggling, absolutely, it's a system of change that before you've gone, the system changes only. The question, the question is early. whether to be inside or outside
6: what you're doing. You need both, you okay. need yeah, yeah, both. I think, I think that's think the strategy, is that, why do you do that and okay. feel okay? That's
5: up to you, I know that. <laughs> shut down because the DCO is actually funded by the same program. No, because the, the Australian government, the West Australian government receives royalties from these organisations that give up fossil fuels, that is a cost business, that's like the way if I bought materials for something and GST on it, it's the same sort of thing, it's not, it's not them gifting us money. So that's a right for the government to have that as, as an enterprise, okay. Um, Taxes that's the issue and what happens there. But the way yeah. that the state gets its money, um, it doesn't have to be 100% reliable on just single I- I- industries. That's up to a government to take an approach on how they wish to diversify the um, the the industrial or the manufacturing or the tourism sector or whatever. There's lots of things there, and we can't go. I mean, this is no, that's not too right. deep a dive into. I think it's the fundamental aspects But what we can do as a sector is huge. We are independent. We are people who can make those choices. We can talk to our audience. We have a lot of options to do stuff. As you say, if you do use recycled Zs, trumpet that, make that part of your brand, make that part of your are. And that's a really important thing to do. Just to, to showcase that, not be afraid of it. And yeah, you get claims of policy, you get claims of you know taking from one to the other. But it's a transition just going to connect us, we don't want to on turn the to tap tomorrow. So that's crucial. But don't forget, this has happened before. Rio Tinto took money out of the arts. We were all left sort of grieving. They can do that tomorrow if Woodside gets off the list and they just keep all their money out of the arts. Where would we be as an arts sector? We're actually in hock to these people. If any of those if if tomorrow they said okay we're not doing Scarborough, um, Woodside's money dropped, they said, Well we don't need to be in Western Australia, we're gonna phase out. Why do we need to have social license to operate anymore? Nobody do likes to take our from. It. They can do that. There is
6: shifts within
5: It's all the major function, all the major forms. We all get up every time we do. I don't. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it is a systemic change. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't pick your name. It's not going to be easy, but we've got to do what we can do. I control. think they're just trying yeah. throwing up your hands and saying, I didn't say that.
11: About this topic, and there is so many different things to talk about. So I'm going to say a few key things, but if I'm going too long, please wait for me. Um, Who I am and why I'm here. I, I pretty much spent my life being like, ah, i think about things that need to change in the world. Yeah. but the arts. <laughs> I love the arts, but and um, so I studied sustainability and I studied creative arts, and um, actually did actually think about how the arts kind of culturally can help us think about cultural things we're talking about as individuals as a collective. And I feel like I spent the time that I was doing that having this say, like, oh, so you're doing studies and thinking about how we can make like theatres and sets more sustainable. And I was like, no. I <laughs> was like, oh, so you're, you're doing stuff about how we can make work about issues. <laughs> um, and But I think we need to talk about both of those things so much as well. So I'm really excited about this. internet how the arts kind of brings us together to think about a thing together and that that is a really key part of being able to even think about these, these issues. Um, I found it really rewarding being on the Blue Room Sustainability really videos. We made the decision um, to first couple of um, And I think that's a really lovely thing that sits in resonance with what you were saying about just building these things into the framework of how we do things so it doesn't become a normal really choice, a consumer choice to be like, this is how I will run my company, but it's
7: just a, this is the way we
11: do things. Um, I used to teach in sustainability at Mobile Can and so at Merlock and I enjoy talk about that, which is that I spent 10 years running um, part of a sustainability unit for environmental science students that was about communicating everything. being like, oh, how do we communicate these ideas to people that's not a peer reviewed um, which is really lovely and exciting. Um, well, <laughs> I I think I'm really clear on that what is needed is a big picture cultural shift, and I'm also really conscious of how conversations about environment and land are uh, kind of tied up with about and colonization of the country and want to make sure that any work that I do has that as part of the conversation. Um, mm-hmm. that, ah, but it can also get easy to get caught up in how big a thing is, being like, it's so big that like, this little action that I'm doing in my theater show isn't going to stop climate change, it um, But no, what we need to it's do is complete cultural shifts yeah. and also practical things. And so the conversation that I think this sprang out of down at the stage was very practical about like what do we do in organisations in terms of building practical responses into our framework. And I was like, great. As someone who's spent a long time being like, no, that's not what are about, I also think it's super and
0: I'm very excited to talk Great. Right. Well, welcome. <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> no, we've still got some time. <laughs> can, we, can we bring the, the big picture we all recognise, its significance and its importance, but maybe talk a little bit about the, the immediate sphere of influence that we have and the things that we can do? You know, the first of which is to get to, to really find commonality and to find improvements to overcome obstacles. I was really... I wanted to unpack more with Alex and what she had. And then to some, you know, coming showing you everyday Where are you feeling with, with obstacles? Are you feeling hopeful? Are you feeling like you are insurmountable? What's working? And what's, what, what can we do right now? I had to speak to several and to on the year. So um, I graduated. From and my training was
2: in um, lodgings, I remember class. The conventional units that were traditionally used in staging, and we still use those units in staging somehow. In 25 years, we've moved away from that, so we have a state staging that probably has a small stock of crossroads, but. The time- to uh, it's not that big a shift from the traditional practice, except for the crops making the they need to be recycled units. We recycle spaces all the time in theatre. We have buildings that have some.
0: If the museum had a st- sustainability requirement that controls so their funding, then that surely would filter down to implications of how you build a set. Beyond five years, it needs to do something else. Well, also um, that
2: you know, an institution as large as the Art Gallery of WA and the WA Museum had access to conservators and registrars who are already on top of the, the most recent research and technologies related to
3: um, particularly understanding their, their collections.
5: So walk. it's not a good step for people to do that
2: research to do all Really not step. <laughs> <except>. They're really <laughs> important to do that stuff. Yeah. So we add this little 10% factor yeah. and it starts to shift. Because I get told very clearly as a, as a builder, a batter what there needs are around the the young When I do, okay, I do the front showcase, I give them as though that object was the most just. Regardless of what's going on, regardless of the extent of it
3: doesn't matter if I'm in the front showcase or not, because front showcase is based on how long it is that is the right one. And that determines the paint, the process.
5: Um, I think it's 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 really, really important that we, we do things like that and we think we do that and I mean, It's the equivalent of the research, at you home know, from that you know, sort of lower level of you know, how we choose the materials and how we work the materials. And then sometimes, you know, the next step is you can't avoid plastic, you know, like or something, you know, from but if we look at it also from that other end, um, the way that, that local government say building women for the way that you construct a house, um, could we have equivalents for sustainability criteria set for trust? so that, you know, that for somebody to bring show in these are the criteria that we are aiming for, and this is the sort of framework that you're to use our venues, this is the
0: sort of thing that we would like you to achieve or sustain. Yeah, we did. We moved to that idea, and we'd I'd like to hear from everybody around the notion of uh, creating a sustainability.
12: Uh, put in place there's also um, there's, there's a need for us to follow or to be directed by the yeah. and look, if, if, if everyone comes on board
2: and there's that sort of drive and there's sort of through the actions that'
12: currently already undertaken you know, and the development of best practices the communication and being intelligent with how it's being uh, delivered. I guess what you what what is sometimes seen from our angle is the state government is telling us what to do again. Like there's always that rhetoric of it. It really needs to be driven by the sector to show us well this is what the sector is asking. Actually, this as this is great as speaking as well because I don't get the opportunity to see this stuff until I did. I was like, well, what is going on? What is so? Yeah, after that, it's really fascinating. That was just such a great looking about their history and how they have built it over so many years. And the research and the relationships with the universities and best case the models. It was a long journey before they arrived at that funding model area where they're implementing that. Which I think also shows that it's, it, 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 a, it's, a, it's a long-term issue, B, the importance of building that because again, like as we just were talking about, this, the shift is not going to work it has to be a slow shift, we have to take people, audiences, funders, the state government needs to be taken on a journey with the community. It really is a to-and-fro type of thing, whereas when, you know, I think I'm always, yeah, I I don't think we should be stepping in too quickly, telling people what they need to do, what they need to unless it's, you know, there's, well, in a certain circumstances I they're happy, but, like, generally, I I don't think that that's the right way forward. Funding support there available through that program where you know artists can build in these factors when they're applying. I don't think anyone within our sector, the peer assessors or the internal assessment look at something that won't be the factor that knocked it out. There might be other factors that knock down an application around this whatever wherever else is being
5: funded in within the project. Put it into the growth process to say, and say, please can you show how you're being sustainable in In summary, public security. So at the moment we have a
2: failure in that action program. federal government to smaller ground to, to get people to get vaccinated. And there is there is to the people government's responsibility a That's <laughs> where I We can We can do it. We
0: can do it. We can do it. can it. do this
12: Uh, yes, yes. The it can be, but Process. I guess, but you're talking about consultation. There should be yes. some kind of consultation with exactly. the
0: community to go, do you want yes. a sustainability question in your grant application? And look, as well. never asked question? before, or you could told about what the will be, so it's never been asked before. Just... Well, I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you're saying it's yes. on this particular issue there could be a really significant.
5: Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we keep talking about the sector as if it it? it's a fragmented thing, right from individual artists going away doing their own thing, project funding, um, organisation small scale, bigger uh, plus all of the support industries that go with it, it's, it's, not a, it's not a monolith. So when you talk about the sector, how does the key there is how does the sector speak as one voice? And that's always been a problem. So, if one would argue that we um, could um, have the to speak to you in our fragmentary way, um, then the government would be to do that. That would be So that's, that's I should, I should, like Amy talked about, all. Yeah. all. Yeah. You know, across the independence. The, small yeah. Yeah, to get a sense. the umbrella
6: thing is really important. It has been done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, We do build that in Of the criteria, but it wasn't, you know, yeah. it was that's why I think we're all constrained in our all having agendas or draft programming so that, um, you know, it's kind of exhausting hearing, excuse me, but hearing, you know, we've got to talk to the sector separately and it will start all over again because I think we can build from that and I think we should be reassured that we're all here, okay, we're living that process, you know, and that we can step up to this. And it's just how we talk to the sector form that umbrella, you know, whether the Chamber of Commerce or the PCA you know, or who, how do how we kind of bridge that and bring that together to build that collective, to make it policy, which is, you know, starting to happen, for instance, with this major exhibition in, in, at the Museum of um, Australian Museum in Sydney um, about uh, decolonisation and finding the right, you know, the narratives that, uh, that that in this one exhibition called Unsettled, it's the first time, sadly, but the first time indigenous people joined together and wrote and lobbied and made criteria for what they wanted to do with the history, with white history, and contested. Can you believe that, you know, you know 2021 is the first time. So I think, you know, we have to feel stronger. We have to feel like we've heard those voices. Like and how do we do that?
0: How do we bring all the arts together? Yeah. But you've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen this. The badge trailer in 1990, yeah. scribbling on pieces of paper, one mm-hmm. year ago. let this here. That's that's here. That's that's here. That's well, we're just talking about the arts, not all the arts, we're talking
5: about the, the systemic change, like sustainability <laughs> across the art, the, the, the visual arts, and, and also the musical um, you know
0: Literary arts as well. When you talk about secular function you mean I mean the broader oh, yeah. that's another yeah. 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 So we don't keep individualizing. Do we, sort of Do we agree around the room that some sort of time to funding applications the some sort of sustainability? <laughs> answer response plan <laughs> is important. It's <laughs> yeah. been a part of it. needs to go to places.
5: We got it.
1: by example in where we can. I think it's a lot easier for institutions because we might have access to space. You have access to like to be understore yeah. your, your set yeah. of before the company. Um, I used to store it of my neighbours um lounges because we were fine we just had to deal with them. Like we would just you know, <laughs> the, 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 to dismantle yeah. sets put them back into um two by fours and
5: plenty of more twenty six wow, typewriters. riders <laughs> <laughs> exactly like I'm just trying to yeah. quickly yeah, because do. um one of
9: the things I tried yeah. to do but I was unsuccessful uh, through so I'll say what was that <laughs> was that um I had a set built for a, a <laughs> children's yeah. program that we made and there were two no, I was very unsuccessful just trying to get that sense yeah. to uh, that we could bring because they were were They were, they were, they were we metal two, uh, uh, two towers. Yeah. So no, I understand. So, join them together and make my house out of yeah. yeah I mean, why not? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's a lot of opportunity
2: there. I'm a steer. It's Because it comes out. back to me. They do to get for the can you store it? Yes, I can. And I'm
1: a steer. <laughs> Sorry. There's a thing in actually um, uh, at fringe. It's really great that um, there's there's companies that exist, which basically you go there and you need a desk and a, and a, and a chair or whatever for your set, and so you buy them from them. And at the end of the festival, everyone's just turfing on their sets, so that company just buys it all back. And so that's just the thing that exists for people that easily get sets and to put on their fringe shows. Um, I, I think that there is something. To, uh, Plum. Remedia? Remedia yeah. is I've oh, actually yeah. 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 never yeah.
11: used them but I love the idea of them
1: and, um, uh, and uh, I think mm-hmm. it's like that. Even hearing have in such a real environment mm-hmm. of what you're of doing is such a huge relief to me because often when we're leading projects there's that, that exhaustion of how much we're going to
11: this to be an extra hard thing. Yeah.
5: Um, I think
11: what feels exciting to me about the idea of it being uh <coughs> a fun thing, is the idea that it would hold the got organizations accountable yeah. in the sense that if it was kind yeah, of yeah, a, a box come
7: yeah.
11: that would cover for form that should be what's going <laughs> to but if it's that oh have you thought about using materials to build your set from if you thought about how it was to really independent artists. How can we bring I source this from? You. Uh I don't have a storage place so I will therefore think of what happens to it afterwards and the the kind of bigger players in the sector who are building the really big set, sets because I think that is tied to this sense of, like, that artistic excellence to, to build something, like, from scratch, rather. <laughs> um, if we could shift that narrative so that it became something that um, people in that kind of angle of the step- are accountable to, but it becomes something that almost makes it easier for an independent artist who's writing an application to be like, yes, well, I've got that one covered
9: because I've already thought about that as part of my design. Approach.
1: Well I mean it very cultural a of this idea of case like teaching that shows it it's very directors and designers is you like are very resistant to this idea of you know like a uh, uh
7: had been, I think it's very good, but I think it's a cultural subject shift like I think more weight than we can to necessarily yeah, requirement, you know, that you can that we work for to, to um, encourage us uh, to, to work. I mean uh, James uh, we, we, you know, we spoke about this so earlier we we of companies having programs that are built around we need like a season of works uh using the same body module
2: So I'm I'm make right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's ways around that. There are ways around okay. that I think uh, companies are saying to to be sustainable, to, to 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 be
6: underneath
2: that because it used to happen in uh, the used to have in Sydney we used to all the properties. Because it was not to. Yeah. It was too expensive not to work in that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, and, and we now work on the assumption that we can do things cheaper because we get cheaper steel and so on and we can build with as individuals and so so much, of, so, pretty, um, so much of that artistic excellence is attached to creating stuff that isn't modular. You can't break it down. You can't break it down and reuse it, which is just left space. I'd be really happy, and I do hold on to materials, because I want to be able to offer them to artists and to theatre makers and say, look, you know, it's, it's a shitty piece of NDF that was used as a protective uh, piece of material on some stuff I've got delivered but I keep it so that you can have it so you can build a test piece or you can do whatever you want you know and I try to keep it any of those things but I have limited space uh, so we can find a way of uh, lobbying a philanthropist or government or <laughs> local government to, to provide a space where materials can go to and the app the conversation that Charlie was having with school we then. Um, connected
0: together in a way that allows us to share. I've got this, it's going into our small house, the here. I'm going to jump in. We've only got a few more minutes. Um, I, I think the notion of um, funding and a rollout of a funding requirement would have to come with support for independence and small to medium. How would you do a sustainability audit as an independent? I wouldn't know how to do that necessarily. There would have to be training, there would have to be support around it, but I think despite the enormous amount of work and as a small company that that is way stretched, it's not something I want to do, but I think there is a moral obligation, actually, and I think it's a critical issue. I think we're well beyond it's something that we can put off. Um, do you so have any models
2: of that? your yeah. experience in London that can
6: be Yeah. Mature?
0: There are models we so can we look can fast to, to it. build <laughs> it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
6: but that's going to do it. Organizations can, like they've done in the past, hold some kind of programming
0: and workshop. I don't know. Can we start a, a lobby to dialogue innovation. with DLGSCI plus oh. ABC ABC.me <laughs> and think about how something can be implemented? Yeah, but it has to with each couple,
5: each artist actually self reflecting on what are you Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Please, thanks. Thanks. Um, and and from that you then self-reflect as to what your statement is about where you sit within that. And that becomes the framework for your ethics framework almost of how you're making the work. And that has to go to the organisations as well. They need to think about that at an organisational level. But it also comes from us as artists actually talking to the organisation. So when we are applying or when we are talking to the organisation saying, look, I'd love to work with Black Swan or whatever, whoever it is. By the way, I'm really committed to sustainability so can show the plan. And actually asking them, can I see your sustainability plan, please? Because it's part of what I do with my work as well. We've got to stop feeling like we're the bottom of the path. we got to stop. That's what i saying. We have agency.
9: I I about, oh my, a <laughs> tiny thing, because we didn't get yeah, to I think it's a really big discussion is about uh, for for <laughs> um and you know those people from those unsustainable um really companies who are representing and really I it's too short a time to talk about it's a really interesting idea
0: You know, a corporate
9: arts world. Uh, because at some point I think in the nineties there was an encouragement from government for those boards to find that level of sponsorship so that they weren't responsible for paying in to the companies so they searched out sponsorship and that's where big money was more stuck in that mode
5: of being Mm -hmm. corporatized. You know, there are models out there for mentoring people into board jobs. Yeah. yeah. So
0: finish. <laughs> right here, right now, who wants to be part of the lobby group to talk about uh, funding and uh, requirements? I think it's interesting to look at resources from the lobby group. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's not reinvent them. let's not reinvent them. I we share tips have. Like we yeah. try to a bunch of processes. Um and uh, like, during the thing during stuff, we can share what we've done there. Um it's not perfect, but like it's a starting point. If anyone like, tips and tricks and covered offset, like, this is part- the
5: How Great.
0: Right. Can I meet over there? Anyone who wants to start a group and we'll get a Can name. Can I have some Yeah. Okay. I'll
4: be really mean, quick. It's clear that you all take this individual responsibility very, very seriously. But in actual fact, you don't have to carry it all on your own. And I wonder whether part of you know when when agreeing to um, meet sustainability requirements inside a, a grant application, you could also turn around to state government and say. You know what guys, you know how anguished we are about where this money is coming from. Can you guarantee that every production is carbon neutral? Mm. You know, can you meet outside, us
12: outside outside of what about outside of the public material? Like you're you're looking at we, we have a certain reach, but we're not we're not
4: the sector. Well, I
12: mean I, I don't
4: know I don't really know how it works, but what I'm saying is if you're asking for if you're getting funding from the state government, getting support from the state government, that there could be a meeting in the middle of, you know, we all care about this stuff. We acknowledge that the money's not coming from where we'd like it to be coming from. Um, but, you know, let's let's take a step in towards each other rather than the artists constantly having to be the ones that are working so hard to bring it. Um, I, I just think there should be more um, collaboration that. I think DCA yeah, should
6: be the, the, pod, the, the initial discussion, say, to get the people from London, or the people London, that you're um, suggesting
3: possibility
0: really to the play. arts as well. Potentially, yeah. we could, we could go for a 60K grant to do that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's
3: all Woohoo! No education! <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But, like, I know it's not, I know it's not perfect. But
0: it's yeah. never going to be perfect. Yeah, exactly. But like the long ultimate long creative stifling is so on the horizon exactly. if we don't actually exactly. do something appropriate. Yeah. Because that's oh. the tears. Oh! Uh I have, I have... James is on 28. I have have the prescriptions to prove it. Okay, let's have a quick chin wave. No, thank you very much everyone.